That is a narwhal. It's a small whale. There's only about 80,000 of them on the planet, and most of them live in the Arctic waters of Baffin Bay. They have a long spiraled tusk that's earned them the name Unicorns of the Sea. In 2012, a Harvard dental expert named Dr. Martin Nuia theorized that the tusk was actually a salinity and temperature gauging tool. When we started putting very high-resolution electron micrographs on the tusk surface and realizing that this tooth, it's without question the most extraordinary tooth in nature in every possible way you could imagine. Nuia discovered that the narwhal tusk is actually a sensory organ, like an eyeball or an ear. It has the capability to detect a wide range of stimuli in its environment. Imagine if you had a 10-foot tooth like an antenna that could detect fresh water, smell out a mate, take you home, take you hunting, or send and receive messages. Nuia believes that the narwhal tusk is involved in sonar. The narwhal tusk amazes Dr. Nuia, but it's complex hearing that captivates Dr. Christopher Clark, senior scientist at Cornell Bioacoustic Lab. Whales' hearing is phenomenal. They have an auditory cortex, which is 10 times the size of ours, exquisitely capable of listening to the quietest oceans and communicating over huge distances. You have to realize that Sound is the essence of their existence. Their social system is completely dependent upon sound, on hearing and making sounds, listening to the environment as to where their food is, where their homes are. Just like we have a visual map and you have a mind's eye, these animals have a mind's ear with an acoustic memory that is beyond our comprehension. Sound is critical to narwhals, which is why large-scale seismic testing is such a threat to them. Seismic testing is when mapping boats cross wide areas of open water, towing large air guns behind them that blast compressed air down into the ocean. And these blasts are huge. They travel for miles down to the seafloor, mapping natural gas deposits. Seismic air gun arrays are so big, it's so loud, it boils the waters. I can record explosions hundreds and thousands of miles away. I can rec- I've recorded those explosions off of Virginia that were coming from Ireland. That's how loud they are. In fact, seismic testing was scheduled to begin in Baffin Bay this past June. Cannons were scheduled to fire every 15 seconds, 24 hours a day, for five years. But a local Inuit tribe in Clyde River appealed the Canadian government's decision to allow seismic blasting in Baffin Bay. If the migratory route of the mammals should change or if they should be killed off or die of uh, seismic cannon blasting, that would be the end of our, our Inuit life in our community. Jerry Natanine is the mayor of Clyde River. He's an elder in the local Inuit community, and he was overjoyed this past Wednesday, July 26, when the Supreme Court of Canada ruled against the National Energy Board's decision to sell Baffin Bay blasting rights. The court decided the NEB had failed to properly carry out the Crown's duty to consult the Inuit of Clyde River, which affects their Aboriginal and treaty rights. We're thinking we might lose, and what yesterday was unbelievable day. So we, um, you know, we did our hooray, hooray and dancing and all that. And uh, we went out for supper last night and uh, just had a celebratory toast and everything. 
Things have worked out very, very good. Thanks to the efforts of the Inuit community of Clyde River, seismic blasting in Baffin Bay is halted for now. And these amazing creatures of the deep can live peacefully and in the peace and quiet. I'm Heather McElhatton, and this is A Beautiful World. Brought to you with help from the Polad Family Foundation.